This week on the podcast, we travel to Romania to talk about 2018's The Nun. when I was younger. And after each one ended, the same thought would be stuck in my head. What did you see? I saw none. Word of my visions reached the church, and I was asked to accompany a priest to an abbey in Romania. The abbey has a long history. Valak. Not all good. What? Shouldn't you hit down? Caliban's here. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Dissect That Film Podcast, where we dissect the good, the bad, and the ugly of your favorite films and film franchises. I am your host, Brett Parker. Joining me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Dan and Angela of DNA Gaming. Hello. Hello, hello. How are we today? After... <laughs> oh, I kept doing that face, the same face during all of it. Oh, God. That was good. Boy, that, Wait, was, dude, I, that was a lot of fun. Huh? We've all been there. It's people who've, I've, it's myself recording content before. I, I, I've done the same thing. Like, why do I keep saying the same shit over and over? Yeah, for, for anyone who doesn't, I mean, you all don't know unless you uh, see the clip of me for the for three straight minutes trying to intro this episode. But we did it. So there we go. We We're it. here. We're here. Charm. We're already five weeks into the Conjuring universe, which is kind of mind blowing. And I mean, yeah it's, yeah, it's wild. So last week we talked about Annabelle creation. Thank you to everybody who listened to the episode. And um, we are we are getting to a point now where for the at least for the next like three weeks or the least th- the next three episodes that we're covering Conjuring movies. We all haven't seen the movie. So with starting with the nun the next week with La La Rona and then a couple weeks after that when we talk about Annabelle comes home. We all haven't seen those movies. I have. I saw up to Animal Creation, and I have seen The Conjuring Three, and then yeah, these are you know you hear about the thing the the things that happen in these next three movies. You kind of have ideas, but I have not seen them all the way through. So it's gonna be fun. So let's talk about our experience watching the movie, and I'm gonna make sure that I don't this time talk about what I thought of the movie <laughs> until the end. <laughs> 
Can't guarantee that anybody. Everybody, it might still happen. But let's uh, let's start over with Dan and Angela. What did you guys? How did you guys feel watching this movie? I got the shit scared out of me a couple of times. I was like, well, I had I had looked away during one part. Sarah had come upstairs, and I had looked away during one part, and I looked back. And as soon as I looked back, it was like jump scare, and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> She's not talking about the movie. She just looked away and turned back. She's like, oh, fuck. I'm no. still married to him. Jesus. <laughs> I still see his face. <laughs> Every day. Uh, no. God. Like, it, it was an experience. It it definitely was. No, like, it was. It has some good scares. It got me really good a couple of times. few uh, choice words came out. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of F words. So glad our kids were not around because there was a lot of f words. <laughs> no, uh, are you good? I don't want to interrupt mm. you. Okay. No, because if I keep going, I'm gonna. Okay, fair enough. Say too much. I, I do want to. I'm gonna preface this as I like to do. I normally we do the comments at the end, right? And I don't. Yeah. I try not to read them because, especially movies I've never seen, I don't. I don't like. Obviously, you try to be as you know, you know, impartial or whatever to a movie as possible. Mm -hmm. But you know, people's comments still rub off on you in some way right they still affect your uh, yeah. opinion of something and i read the comments and i was like man i hope this doesn't really affect what i thought of them like some of them and so like that was a thought i had going in mm -hmm. so just keep that in mind i'm not gonna say anything to the end but this the, how the movie played out the setting uh, was not what i was expecting the viewing experience i thought was fine like just my experience watching it was was Okay, I don't really have much to stand out for, but going just the main thing is it was not did not play out the way I thought it was going to play out. That's what all I can say. All right, yeah, this was um, like I said, this was my first time watching the movie, and so watching this, yes, it had some really good atmos atmospheric scenes. Um, I think my biggest issue though is like you've already seen this character, so I feel like the character itself doesn't have that same effect as it did when you saw her in the conjuring two. So there were some good shots that kind of get you, but, um, I, yeah, it was, it, like I said, every time I talk about what I like my experience with the movie, I'm going to talk about my, what my wife went through watching this movie. So like I had to watch this, with my kids still being put to bed so like they're still awake and like her pretty much her the entire time it's like one of them would go she's like no, 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 turn around if you don't want to see something that's going to give you a nightmare just turn your head don't look you know and like my you know my daughter's out there covering her eyes and stuff like that and it's just like I, I i have to watch the movie now like i don't have any other any other moments to watch this so like i you got to take the risks you know it's uh it definitely, but it, it has the as, good atmosphere to it, mm. which I really, really enjoy yes. for that. Um, but I mean, I, I have a hard time talking about my viewing experience because I end up just spoiling what I thought of it. So I'm just going to stop talking about it. But let's go we into. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say we had the same thing with, with the kids. Yeah. Because we watched it today, I'm at midday. And like we're like, hey, guys, watch a scary movie. Go somewhere if you don't want to be here. So they kind of scuttle off. Mm -hmm. 
But our daughter came in toward the end of it. I was like, we're watching scary stuff. She's like, I'm brave. I can watch this. She's like, I'm not scared of anything. She's like, I'm not a fucking coward. Exact words. That's awesome. No, she did not say, she did not say that. Um, no, she's like, yeah, she's like, I'm, I ain't, I, I doesn't afraid of anything. And then just goes in here. And, and I think she, she stuck out for a while, but at one point she just kind of like fades away. <laughs> like yeah. into the ether and just gone. She did a good job. I going to admit that scared me. See, she did a good job. Anyway, yeah, go ahead. my biggest thing when it comes to horror movies is I love. I have to watch them at night. I just I like the atmosphere of watching a horror movie at night. I don't like watching them during the day. <laughs> uh, I just I I it just makes the experience better. Also, as Dan said, with like reading comments and and you know sometimes the, like comments will kind of affect how you feel about something. I, I'm a weirdo. So like I'll read comments and I'll listen to people's thoughts or listen to podcasts about a movie I've never seen before. And it's for some reason doesn't taint my viewing experience of that movie. I just, I, I, I don't know how, what it, what it is. There are times where it's like, okay, I agree with that person's thoughts, but usually it's just like, I'm, I'm so weird. I listen to so many podcasts about movies I've never seen before. And then I'll go into watching it knowing certain information but it's still i still have such a great time watching it oh yeah i, I think you can still enjoy it but yeah especially with the series i guess for me i don't know for wife but i have a name <laughs> wife right anyway so for me it's like especially for a series that like you know I've, we've already illustrated i'm not a fan of these kind of movies like i'm already like below where most people are i'm already going to judge them more harshly because i don't like them like i don't like the concept mm -hmm. of being scared all the time so i'm always like like people's opinions like if they per se shit on a movie i'm probably more likely to side in right. this instance but i do have that because there's plenty of movies people are like yeah fuck that movie this movie sucks blah 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 blah, blah. And like i'll go watch like that movie was awesome fuck these guys you know like <laughs> i don't know and uh, i like i don't mind the scary stuff the the spooky stuff but I don't want to be jump scared all the time. Right. Like that's the part that gets that gets me to not like something. Like I don't want to be I want to be on the edge of my seat for suspense, not because I know something's going to be like jumping out at me. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go talk about some of the people behind this movie. We have uh, a our director is Corin Hardy, who the only notable movie that I I saw on his imdb was called the hollow from 2015 i heard it's actually a pretty decent horror movie and then he directed a bunch of music videos and he really hasn't done anything since this movie yeah he yeah. just kind of disappeared gangs of new york or gangs of london yes he did a tv show called gangs of london yeah and uh that that's about it though they didn't and with the with the nun 2 coming out in a few weeks actually i believe it'll probably be out by the time this episode comes out uh, they it didn't bring him back for the sequel. So interesting. Yeah, very interesting. We have David Doberman back as writer. He we've talked about him for the last like four episodes of this series because he did the Annabelle movies and he did. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he, he did it chapter one. He did Shazam. He worked uh worked alongside uh, Sandberg there, the guy who directed the last Annabelle. And James Wano was also a writer on this because yes. the nun character was written by uh, was uh, created by him 
uh, for The Conjuring 2, so he came on and uh, very involved in this movie. Our cast... Yes. Uh, James Wan is kind of like the uh, uh, Kevin Feige of The Conjuring universe. Like, he started it, and he has kind of just been involved with it ever since. Mm -hmm. Our cast is Damien uh, Bashir. We've talked about him twice on this show. We talked about mm-hmm. him in Godzilla vs. Kong. And yep. we talked about him in Alien Covenant. But he's been in a Who, lot what? of other things. Gosh. We were trying to picture. We looked at Gosh. images of him and I could not think of... I know he's... the character name, but I could not think of who the fuck he was in that movie, Alien Covenant. He was the one who always wore a hat. And remember, we found out that he was a gay character. Yeah. He's the... Like, oh, yeah, yeah. We find out that like his boyfriend was the one that like gets the freaking alien out of his mouth. Yeah, he gets the he gets the acid on his face. Yeah, like patch it up. Nice. Yeah, but he uh, the first right. time I ever saw him in anything was on a show called The Bridge, which was on FX. It had uh, oh god, uh, the actress for oh Diane Kruger. I have just my brain. I don't know what's going on in my brain, but names have just gotten worse for me. Like I can't remember anyone's name, actors' names anymore. <laughs> Uh, we have Thaisa Farmiga, and if you recognize that last name, it's because she is related to <laughs> Vera Farmiga, who yep. plays Lorraine Warren, and she's a little sister of Vera Farmiga. A very Just I fucking think, look at her. Oh yeah, she's Just fucking look at her. I was like, yeah. God, I was like, so, is this? What's crazy is that they're like the age difference is huge. Like, it's twenty one years. Yeah, it's 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 pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they look identical. And so, I, I thought it was like, wow, is this like a young whatever Warren? <laughs> they like de-age her in some in this movie. Like, uh, yeah. I, so I was like, I was like, why would she be here? And I was like, this doesn't make any sense. So I was like, and then she well, told me, I was like, okay. Well, that's the thing is there was a conspiracy theory with this movie that uh, Irene, who is the character she plays in this, is a is Lorraine. Like before, like Lorraine was a was a nun, not. I don't know if Lorraine, I don't think Lorraine actually was a nun in her life, but they were trying to connect the dots. They were trying to be like, this is young Lorraine. And then like this experience with Valak, uh, you know, has her step away from being a nun. And then, you know, she becomes who she becomes down the road. But that all got thrown out the window because this movie takes place in 1952, which is actually what Ed and Lorraine Warren founded uh, their paranormal society over in mm-hmm. uh, Connecticut. So Connecticut. Yes. Uh, the reason that she is in this movie, because they didn't want to cast her because of the fact that her sister was part of this universe already and it would just kind of confuse people. But I guess her audition was fantastic. So they're like, we, we, we got to do it. She's great. The first time I ever saw her was American Horror Story. She was in the very yes. first season of American Horror Story. Um, yes. She was also in a movie called The Final Girls from 2015, which uh, I highly recommend. We have uh, Jonas uh, Bloquet, who is in uh, Valerian, which I've never seen. I really haven't heard great things about it. That's the uh, Luc Besson movie, which is kind of the um, his inspiration for The Fifth Element. Um, but we'll talk whenever we, if we ever do the fifth we are going to do the fifth element at some point we'll get a little bit more into valerian and how valerian and the fifth element are kind of linked if you want to listen to a great uh fifth element episode our our friends over at doom generation released an episode on it uh not so long ago so go check it out and Wait. he was also in 1899 which was that 
weird Bermuda Triangle show on Netflix that got canceled good. a little too early. Uh, yeah, it was good. And it's funny because yeah. he, he plays a Frenchman, or sorry, a French Canadian in this movie, and he's actually Belgian. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Waffles. Belgian or potatoes? Oh, all Belgian waffles taste, are. All types taste great. Oh, yes, they do because they're waffles. <laughs> Speaking of potatoes, I have. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that. It's relevant. It's very relevant. Yes. And we have Bonnie Aarons returning to play the nun herself. Uh, she, of course, would play. She played the nun in The Conjuring 2. Uh, but I feel most like if you've ever seen Mulholland Drive, she plays a, a, a really creepy bum that really uh, is kind of her signature. Like she's got the look. She's really dirty. And she's like, it's literally a scene where she comes around a corner and scares the shit out of a guy who like has like a heart attack. It's wild. She's great though. She, every time oh. I've seen an interview with her, she is she is somebody you definitely want to be friends with. She seems like the yeah. nicest person. Isn't that always how it goes? Yeah, mostly like for some of those like horror slasher people or killers or yes. whatever. It's like the nicest people. In real oh, they're life. so amazing. Yes. So Dan, remember, sir, remember when we did the Annabelle episode and then Annabelle creation? We were trying to figure out. We could not agree on what year Annabelle took place. I said okay. it was 1970. You said it was like 1968. Okay. So there's a special feature on this movie that shows the chronological order of the universe thus far. And Annabelle, according to this chart, Annabelle took place in 1970. Okay, I'm going to go eat some crow. I'll be right back. If I'm wrong, I'll admit to it. So I was wrong. That's good to know. At least we have like... It was like a range. It was was close enough. We we were both close enough. Well, I mean, I was on the dot, but you were close enough. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. I love how you're trying to be nice about it and then immediately stop. trying to be nice, but I'm also being an asshole all the same. I'm I'm accepting my fault. I'm like, you didn't even have to add that. I was like, yeah, I'm I'm wrong. That's fine. I got to go find a bird now. So hang on. So yeah, this... We got uh, back there. This is the fifth film in the in the series, and it would be the but technically it's the first chronologically of the series because this takes place in 1952. Creation takes place in 1955. Uh, Annabelle takes place in 1970. Conjuring takes place in 71, and then Conjuring Two takes place in 77. This movie had a budget of. $22 million and made a whopping $365.6 million. It became the highest grossing film in the series. And do you want to know why? Because everyone loved Valak. Everyone was obsessed with the character of the nun from The Conjuring 2. And as soon as the popularity of the character started happening when the movie was released in theaters, they immediately were like, let's make a solo movie. Let's give an origin story to this character. And people were pumped. Yep. I don't think they got what they wanted though with the when this movie came out and people were, were going to the theaters and seeing it. And this is my problem with prequels. And I stated it earlier in the episode when I kind of talked about my viewing experience. You already know this character. Yes. You already know how she operates or how it operates, because it's a demon. So the scares just aren't as at least for me, they're not as poignant as when you first see her in The Conjuring 2. You're like, holy shit, this is the first time you're seeing her. And I think the scares are done better in The Conjuring 2. You're just kind of expecting certain things 
And another thing that kind of like throws me off with this movie, it really has good imagery because they filmed this in Bulgaria and in Transylvania. So it's fit. So everything is on location. Like the castle is real. They're like most of this Beautiful. movie is done on location and it's amazing, but it looks too modern. Like I really wish like you would like when you watch the conjuring and even the conjuring Two, you kind of get a weird filter that kind of, ages the movie a little bit like you know the movie yeah. came out in 2013 but it could it kind of feels like it could be from the 80s or even even let's say the 90s like it just has that kind of filter over it that kind of ages it to whatever time it takes place this movie is just too bright even when it's dark like everything just looks shiny and like too nice even though it's everything is decrepit and shitty looking I don't know. I don't know if you guys agree with that, but I just I think that kind of took me out of it, too, where I was just like, I feel like I want to be like I should have more of an impact. But it's just like this looks too looks too good. And I don't we not look like that. We don't have enough shots that were like in the previous movie where like the blacks are the blackest black that ever blacked. Yes. Like, yeah, I agree. I see. I, I, I know. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. But uh, but people, yeah, people loved going to see this movie, but the reception for this movie was not good. Uh, people just didn't feel the impact. I think they kind of had the same feelings I did. Uh, the problem with this movie is, it, for one, it's an hour, it's a little over an hour and a half, which is mm-hmm. good, which I feel that's how most horror movies should be. But I also just felt like this movie was rushed. Like, I feel like there was just things, yeah. like there was no build up to anything. It was just like, this happens, Okay, now this happens, this happens, this happens, and then I feel she was shown too much. Like yeah. it was just too much of like, oh, there she is again. Oh, there she is again. Like there were just it didn't have that same impact when you see her like when you see her for the first time when the daughter points her out at the end of the hallway of the conjuring too. That scene is crazy. Cause you're like expecting just kind of like maybe her just walking. No, she's just standing at the end of the hallway. But you're like, yeah. holy shit, just takes you out of it. Or when the painting, you know, the shadow going behind the painting and attacking Lorraine. Awesome. And to be honest, the shot that they do that's similar in this movie is probably one of the best sequences from the movie where you get that shadow walk again. What now? That was was the first one that really got me. It's, yeah, it just, I I feel the, the, the only reason this movie exists is because people really like this character. But I really wish they took their time and built a better, like, just flesh this out a little bit more. Give us something more instead of just being like, this is evil, it does evil things, and... Yeah, I just want more. I just wanted a little bit more. Well, see, that's the this is, this is the whole <clears throat> Jaws slash Godzilla conundrum. We already had a first movie with her in it. We've already seen her. Yeah. Well, you can't really capture that magic again in the second movie, like uh, doing another movie with her. Like it's, it's already out of the bottle. Yeah. And you already so, know like, what I mean, happened to her. Yeah. I mean, or, it's or to just the demon. Make, yeah. 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 You're just making another horror film with the character in it. Yeah. It's like, but that, like, that's, that's the thing. It's like, I've obviously like for myself, or even with you, we've seen so many sequels to movies like that, that we love even Jurassic park, mm-hmm. you know, Rexy had a great first appearance, but then once you've already seen the T-Rex, you've already seen the T-Rex. Either got to be something different. You can't really, it's hard, like you said, to capture that magic again. 
Yeah. Rexy though. Excuse me. I like Rexy. I'm, I'm just like, I agree. I need to they show her, like, And then when you get like her reveal yeah. in this movie where you see her like in full at the end of the movie, it's like it's not there because you've already seen her like three or four yeah. times, yeah. six times before. So, so plus, there's, a, there's a flaw in this movie, I think, that I might need you guys to clear up later. Yeah, when we get through the plot, we're going to point some some stuff out. Uh, this movie was released September 4th, 2018 in the TCL Chinese Theater in LA and September 7th, 2018 worldwide. In October. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was close enough. I don't like when they do horror movies like in the middle of the summer. I just don't. Unless, I mean, January. Or, or I wouldn't say <laughs> like horror movies should be released any time of the year. I think they're always going to be impactful. But like, for instance, a, a good example is like The Haunted Mansion. Disney's The Haunted Mansion should have been released in October. Not the fact that it's a scary movie, but like it's Disney's Haunted Mansion. It's a it's it just kind of feels like a Halloween movie. Like not all yeah. horror movies need to feel like a Halloween movie, like not Michael Myers Halloween, but like the holiday. It just there are certain movies that are just like crucial. I'm going to watch this during the Halloween season. Yep. And that movie should have been that. But like horror is going to be released all through the years with like and that's how it should be. I think it's that type of, of genre. It doesn't matter when you release it, just as long as it has that impact. The We didn't talk about the cinematographer last week, but it's the same one for this movie as it was for Annabelle Creation. Uh, we have uh, it's Maxime uh, Alexandra. He would uh, he was also for Shazam. He did a lot of work with Alexandra Aja, who did Hills Have Eyes, Mirrors, and uh, he did Crawl, which was the alligator mm. movie from a couple years ago. And the music was done by Abel Horzanovsky, who, looking through his uh, work, he did music for Penny Dreadful, the TV show from 2014-2016. And he did a movie called Nocturnal Animals, which had uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Amy Adams, I believe it was. Mm. And then this, and then everything else is kind of like, I don't know what that is. All right, well, that's a little bit of... uh, well, actually, before we move on, uh, like I stated before, this was all filmed on location, which is really cool. I love the the visuals of the old castles. Uh, cool fact, though, they could not film any castle or any churches in Romania. It's illegal to film a church in Romania. So anytime there are shots of a church, they had to build it themselves. Okay, so I believe this. Because I seen a picture online, somebody of a some chapel somewhere with a roofs painted. Not you know, there's multiple chapels that have painted roofs, and that they had to illegally take the photograph because you're not supposed to film wherever they were inside mm-hmm. or outside of the church. Yeah, and uh, well, it's like the Vatican. Like I went to the Vatican years and years ago when I was I'm sorry in middle school, <laughs> and you can take pictures inside the Vatican, but you can't do flash photography. And this was at a time when it was the, just the the cameras with the yeah. <laughs> so like if it didn't have a flash, the pictures weren't going to be great. You still see stuff, but you don't see much. Um, no, the Vatican is actually really cool to go to. It's just like uh, everything else. I don't care. This is crazy. You went there in middle school. Though. I paid a lot of mo- well, my parents paid a lot of money for me to go. <laughs> yeah, I would I would say it costs a lot. Oh, uh, but uh, they had to, they blessed the set. Um, Orthodox or a uh, a priest came in to bless the set, and uh, director Corin Hardy said that he had some experiences with ghosts during filming. There was a couple. Of, he said there was a, a 
a scene down in that uh, hallway of crosses, as I called it throughout the movie, where he thought he turned and was talking to two people who he thought was part of his crew and then turned to do something and then turned back and they were just gone, like completely gone. And then I guess he like questioned it with other people and they're like, we don't know who those, we don't know who they are. (laughs) Who are you? Uh, I love that. I love when there's like always the when they're when a, when a movie like what like this is getting made and you're just like people are just experiencing stuff. I'm like this is great. I love it. At least I didn't. At least I didn't get a dick in the window, like I did. What? <laughs> that that whole story is just okay. When we get done with the Conjuring, if we remember, remind me and I will tell you the dick in the window ghost story. Okay. okay. It's legitimately happened to me. I promise you. Okay. I believe you. All right. Well, let's talk about the plot of the nun. So this movie opens up with the, just kind of goes through the Valak scenes from the conjuring Two, kind of giving Mm -hmm. you an idea. Remember, this is why you're here. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, no shit. That's why we're here. Thank you for reminding us. We then are in Romania. We're in the, like we just stated, the hallway of crosses. We have two nuns kind of scurrying down this hallway. One's got a really big-ass key. And uh, we then get to a sign that's on the the door at the end of the hallway, and it says, God ends here. And you see this like four times in this movie. (laughs) And the two nuns, they, they open up the room, and one just gets, one goes in, and then she it's one of those jumps where she like falls down and she's like, run, don't let him get you. And then she just gets yoinked into the, into the darkness. Yeah. Like mid conversation. Like, yeah. So she, the, the, that one nun that got yoinked, she's like, it needs a vessel. So you need to get the hell out of here. So the other nun takes the key, runs away. She goes to her, uh, she goes to her room and of course she, she gets a rope and stuff like that. And you're like, Oh, she's gonna, she's gonna off herself. And of course, at the end of the hallway is when you see the nun kind of it, like the nun never walks. It floats everywhere. So it's like yeah. floating down the hallway. And like, I like the, the whole effect. Anytime it's around, like the candles start to flicker and stuff. And the, uh, the one nun jumps out the window. I got this shit. Like hangs herself. I just yeah. had an epiphany. What'd you have? Well, you remember earlier when I said there's a rope? Yeah. At the foot of the bed. It's because that's the room. Oh, okay. And I I, thought... it, I didn't put two and two together. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we then meet the Frenchman. His name is Frenchie. And he is the well, man responsible. Uh, yeah, right. That's a nickname. <laughs> yeah. His nickname is Frenchie. But he is in charge of like delivering goods to the castle. And of course it's like a, it's an infamous castle where like people don't like talking about it. They're, they, everyone knows there's bad stuff that goes on here. And he goes there and he finds the nun hanging from the front of the castle with crows pecking at her face. And then it goes to title card. The nun. It's cool. It's a cool, like a little bit of gore. V- very cool visual. Uh, of the, I did not like the crow effect though. I don't understand why bird, why bird CGI has to look so weird. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing will be birdemic. 
<laughs> but the but when the crows all are like they're picking at her face, which is cool looking, but then they fly towards the camera. I was like, oh god, <laughs> I don't like what that. Happened? Yeah. <laughs> the budget left. <laughs> this is my budget. <laughs> 22 million and you couldn't afford good ass birds. <laughs> we then travel to the Vatican where we meet Father Burke and he is brought in by some cardinals to be like, you're going to go to Romania and investigate the suicide of this nun. And he's like, oh, that is the worst sin anyone could do. And it's like, we don't care. We're sending you to Romania to investigate this. He's like, okay. There's a deleted scene that I saw where it kind of shows a little bit before he meets with the Vatican. It's like him at whatever church he works at and he's at a confessional yeah. and this little kid comes in and is confessing and he's doing a crossword puzzle while the kid's confessing and the kid's confession is not for himself. It's for his sister. And he's like, okay, when you confess, you're supposed to confess for yourself, not for others. <laughs> How it works. He's like, let's try this again next week. There you go. <laughs> He's there like, okay, go. father. It just leaves. But yeah, he needs to investigate this death, and then he they state that there is a there is someone who can help. And you're like, ooh, who might that be? We then meet Sister Irene, and she is in a classroom teaching these kids about dinosaurs. And they're all like, dinosaurs are fake. That's what Mother yeah. Superior said. Like, what? Yeah. She's like, you know what else is fake? Your parents, you fucking orphan. I'm like, Jesus, lady. Oh, no. But yeah. I'm glad there were dinosaurs, though. Oh, it's, yeah, it's hilarious, cool. though, where it's just like, uh, <laughs> yeah. fucking dinosaurs. Mother Superior said that dinosaurs aren't real. Because they're not in the Bible. And uh, yeah, the one of the older nuns, I'm, get, I'm guessing this is Mother Superior, the Mother Superior or whatever. Uh, yeah. And she comes in to tell Irene about her task to go to uh, Romania. There's no, because a- they're in London. This is in London. We mentioned that. Yes. Okay, so cool. Well, I didn't well, mention I that. But you like, did. So we're good. She's like, yeah, it was a surprise to me, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. And of course, you get the meeting between her and Burke. There's actually a deleted scene that kind of like goes a little bit deeper into their conversation it kind of you kind of get a little behind the scene of like why they go there in civilian clothes instead of going in their you know the nun in the priest you know garb I guess it's uh, he literally goes I I feel we should wear civilian clothes because we don't want to uh, advertise our faith too much do you think they're part of the Iscariot organization the what no, no. I, unless you've seen Helsing and that re- nobody's no. going to get that reference. <laughs> okay. It's for sending Alexander Anderson just beheads everybody. <laughs> okay. Right, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> we then jump back and uh, Frenchie's having some nightmares. He's having nightmares about his, uh, his discovery of the nun. And he then gets a knock on his door and it is father Burke and sister Irene. And he gets a little flirty because Irene, of course, she's not looking like a nun. So, and she's cute, you know, and she's like, but it's like the first instinct is just to be a creep. Just opens the door. He's like, I can tap that. It gets yeah, lonely here like in this. Bulgaria. And she's just like, like her face the entire time is like, I have zero interest in anything you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Good for you, Irene. 
I like how, like, hey, by the way, she's a nun. He's like, yeah. And he's like, oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> and he thinks about it for a little bit. He's like, I could condemn eternal hell. I could, I could, I'm down for eternal hellfire if I could tap that. Like, he, <laughs> like that thought is in his mind. Oh, God. So are, he's, he tells them the whole story behind the Abbey about, like, the fact that, like, no one likes to mention it. Every time somebody mentions it, they spit. And they're like, why do they do that? And he's like, it wards evil away. Oh, okay. He's like, yeah, he's like, it's a silly superstition. Anytime somebody I don't like just like comes up to me and starts talking to me, I'm just going to spit at their feet. And they'll be like, why'd you do that? i be like, I'm warding off evil. <laughs> Dude, I knew a guy. Okay. I knew a guy that did this. I don't remember what it was. If it was, he worked at the movie theater with me. If I would do, I don't remember what it was. It was something to do with a broom. If I swept or did something wrong or dropped the broom or swept his feet or something, he had to spit on the broom. Who? Wait, what? Justin. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't understand. He was very superstitious. I was like, oh. I don't get this one, but you just do you. Just don't make a fucking mess. That's what, when I said uh, it's about people that spill salt and they have to throw it over their shoulder. You end up like salt, like salt macing somebody behind yeah. you. Oh. I just did it because of the luck. Look <laughs> at this dang it any worse. <laughs> My eyes. So <laughs> Frenchie, Frenchie is told that he is going to be bringing them to the abbey he tells the whole history of it and uh you then show up and you get the you get the pretty decent like shot of the castle from like a distance where you see all the crosses Mm -hmm. along like the path up to it and you get the whole thing where like his horse won't go any farther because of the evil there and i like how he's just like oh i guess you should get a new horse he's like it's not the horse no, it's because this forest is also filled with giant wasps. So yeah. the horse knows better <laughs> yes. not to go in there. Yes. They're eating the earth's sperm. Like, yes, they are, dude. Natural, natural gravy. gravy. National. Yeah. Nat- national. National. Well, the National Everybody Gravy Association. Ro- I didn't know that was in Romeria. Rome- Fuck Romania. Romania. <laughs> Damn it. We can't talk. Yeah. No, absolutely yeah. not. Not tonight. We also get told about the bombing raids that happened at the Abbey during World War II. I got hit a few times, and uh, but they, but that's all you get told at this time. You don't really get told anything that happens after. Yes. Yes. So they look at the body of the dead nun. She's been she's kept in the like the freezer, like a little shack where he stores all of his food. And uh, they walk in there. And the dead nun is all propped up, like sitting, sitting up. And Reggie's like, I didn't do that. (laughs) Listen, I'm a weird motherfucker, but I didn't do that. But also, like Father Bursch is like, oh, well, sometimes weird things happen when, you know, with dead bodies. I was like, I don't think they go from laying down to sitting up perfectly like that. No, they don't. They don't do that. Like bodies will twitch and stuff after death, but they don't just. Woo. Yeah. Oh, well, biggest, we're going to sit here now. One no, of my biggest issues with... Yes, it's true. I'm sorry. One of my biggest issues with this movie is it takes place in 1952, and I understand this is post-war Europe. I totally get it. But sometimes it feels like it's like 1812 or something or prior to that. <laughs> and it's like, we got my wooden cart and shit. I'm like, I understand it's rural Romania, post-war. I get it. It just feels fucking weird sometimes. So, but he's a farmer, and I feel that when you saw his cart, he was making a delivery, yeah. and his horse won't go. 
So how else is he going to get the stuff know, there? But his cart looks like fucking Flintstones, and that's my problem. Like, I get it. I get it. Because there's this... Listen, we watched American Werewolf in London. Yeah. And they go to the one fucking uh, pub out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And it feels like an old-timey pub. But it still feels like the movie fucking takes place in the 60s or 70s or whenever the fuck it takes place. This doesn't feel like that. This that's what I like... was saying earlier, when this movie just doesn't feel the time. Yeah, and it's fine. So, like Sometimes it's fine, but like sometimes I'm like, I feel like I know this is 1952, but it feels like I'm watching like Bram Stoker's Dracula at times. Like, yeah, because there's like no totally nothing agree. correlates with this takes place in 1952. I just assume that it was a poor part of the country, and he didn't have anything else. And that may be the case. I don't know. I've never been to Romania. I have no clue. I'm just just my perception of it just feels weird. Yeah. So they find the key that we saw earlier in the movie in the hand uh-huh. of the dead nun, and then they bury her. And then we get the whole the whole story behind the graves that have the bells, uh, where they're like, yeah, they would you know people would die, like they would have get this affliction that would pretty much be like, oh, they're dead, and then they would bury them, and then like they would hook the bell up to the finger of the or into the casket and if the bell goes off, oh shit, they're not actually dead. It was during the Black Death, right? Yes. Also, that was a vampire thing too. Uh, uh, I don't think it was the bells. It was the whole thing where it's like people thought they were vampires. They would like somebody would die and then they would dig up the grave later and if if the body was gone, oh, clearly it was a vampire. But if not, they they would and stake it in the heart. Yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, I think I know what that key was for. Even though I know it's what it's for, but this is my thought. Listen. Oh, boy. They're nuns, right? So they got to do the whole celibacy thing, right? Yep. It's like the chastity belt from Men in Tights. They all have one, but they've got like a universal <laughs> key. <laughs> they have to lock oh. <laughs> Listen, I just hit me right now, so I have to talk about it. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Well, nobody was there. Ah! See, <laughs> don't look at me like you that. Know, you know what's great You're though, because you didn't think of it. You know what's yes, great I'm though. So bad. <laughs> Go ahead. My fa- my thing about this movie, and I really appreciate it, was the fact that like Frenchie throughout this movie, kind of you, you know, he kind of has this thing for Irene. You, it's mm-hmm. you know, she's a she's a she's an attractive woman, and he's you know, a, 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 clearly probably not a lot of action where he's at. A, a lusty farmhand. He's a yeah, exactly. And she just throughout this entire movie is just like, yeah, we're friends. I'll be your friend. I have zero interest in anything romantic with you. Yes. And I was like, cool. Thank you. I mean, I understand like she's, I understand like she's becoming a nun and like the whole thing, uh, you know, they can't do that type of stuff. And yeah, the belt. Yes. With the big belt. Taken, she yeah, hasn't see? taken her belt yet. Yeah, but there's He's no the, indication that she wants him in any way. Like, they no, don't have some weird yeah. romantic side plot, which I'm like, thank God for uh, that. Yes. You know, at the end of the uh, movie, they, he just go, she just goes up to Frenchie and just she pats him on the back. Like, don't worry, Frenchie, you still have your barnyard animals. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> so, <laughs> Burke? Oh, God. So they all go to the stairs where they found the nun, and there's still, like, pulled up blood on the stairs and they're like that shouldn't be a thing she died like weeks ago that yeah what is going on and of course like father burke is just so like yeah yeah, yeah. you know sometimes so this like shut up <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about 
I'm like, stop making excuses for all of this. Like, accept it for what it is. I, I'm not gonna lie, dude. Like, I like Burke character. Like, I enjoy him as a character. Yeah. But like, if they ever remade Dead Alive, I want him to kick ass for the Lord. Yeah. Like, I really, really want him to. With that awesome <laughs> accent he has. Please, please. Ah. Oh <laughs> man, I can't wait to do that on our own show. It's just like I, I, I will. I can't wait. And I know who we're going to invite on the show because I want to hear her just go off about it again. Oh, no. Oh, no I wouldn't great. do that. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> just what is Brick Boomer? She can sit this one out. <laughs> no, we already have a movie planned for her. They, they, they go around the castle trying to find what the hell is going on in here. And they find this shrouded woman sitting on this giant throne. And you find out that she is what's called the, the abess. Or the abbess, which is a—it's literally just another word for mother superior. And she pretty much tells him, like, "Yeah, you probably should leave. Like, this is—we don't need you here. Nothing. Everything's everything's okay. Everything's fine. But you never see her face, so you're kind of like suspicious. You're like, what's going on with this woman? Hmm? And she's got the she's she's kind of kind of scary. I just love though that she's <laughs> Irene's just like hello." Hello, it like takes her like four times of saying hello before the best starts to talk, and you're like, "What the fuck, lady?" No, exactly. Like, I did like nobody else notice her because didn't they look around the room first? And, like, yeah, yeah, they're just like, and yeah, and they're walking away. Like she's sitting on the chair, and they're walking in the other direction. And Irene kind of notices, and she's just like, "Oh shit, there's someone there." So Frenchie's just like, "I'm gonna go." Okay. Done. Keep going. No, I mean, just go. Keep going. So yeah, he goes through the woods to get back to his. He's horse. the smart one. Yeah, he's like, I gotta, I'm gonna peace out. And he goes through the woods, but then he notices that there's a nun out there just wandering the woods. He's like, hello. Can, and can he I even says you? he's he's never seen him before. No, he yeah. just drops the delivery off and leaves, and they yes. come in and take it. He yeah. never sees them. Does he nope. paid for this? I fucking hope so. I assume they just like leave. Like there's probably like a, thing like a bag world. or something. Yeah, it's got the money. There's so. like a few shillings for a tip. Yeah. He's like a little Pizza Hut driver. He's got like a Pizza <laughs> Hut thing. That's horse. He's got the, the little, what's it, the little uh, Pizza Hut cap thing that people, yes. delivery drivers put on top of their car. Yeah. So you know it's a Pizza then, Hut delivery driver. Yeah, when his horse doesn't want to be there, he puts it on himself and then <laughs> takes the card out. Just so people know. So he goes after the, uh, the nun that he finds. And then he like gets attacked by like this decaying woman who then who then hangs herself yeah and you're like what the fuck and yeah. then he sees the he sees the nun like in the distance and it like comes at him and he like backs the fuck up into that like valley of crosses and then yeah. it just like disappears Take space. he's just like i gotta go nope yeah this is this is about the time, the first time I'm like, I don't like this. And about that time is when her, she dropped. Yeah. Like, those, those, yeah. th to be honest, that was an effective scene. I think those scares were, yeah. were pretty good. Well, well done. Oh, yeah. And uh, I love it, though. At the end, though, Frenchie literally breaks one of the crosses. Like, this is mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, takes yeah, it yeah. I'm going to take this with me. So Irene and Burke, they eat and have a conversation. Uh, we see the picture from Annabelle Creation, the one that had uh, the sister from that movie. I, yep. I'm sorry. We literally just talked about this movie, and I can't remember any of the characters' names in that one. 
Um, Charlotte. I remember yes. it. I remember Sister it. Christian. Got it. Sister Christian. Sorry. Uh, yes. No, I know, dude. Oh, my God. Such a good I've song. heard that song so Such many a good times Boom, boom, boom. God damn it. <laughs> but yeah, we see the picture that we saw in that movie. That's so that, that's your connection to the universe, other than Valak, of course. Uh, we find out that Irene has visions. And this was another thing that kind of put, kind of was people were trying to piece together as Irene is Lorraine because they both have similar abilities. Like she has the visions about Valak and so did Lorraine. So it's like, oh, are they the same person? And then they were trying to be like, are they just related to each other? And let's just not do that. I don't want any of that. But yeah, she has visions. That is ultimately why she is tasked to go with Burke. Uh, Not the fact that she's not even a nun yet because she hasn't taken her vows. So it's pretty much because of her visions. So Burke tells the story about the little boy that he tried to do an exorcism on. And yes, dumbass had my name. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> Daniel. Daniel. You hear Daniel a lot in this movie. Daniel. Yes. Daniel. Daniel. You feel better if you wore your Vans. Damn, <laughs> Daniel. Damn. I know I can't say shit because I wore Vans and I wore Vans long before that fucking video appeared. So I don't hear nothing about it. Same. So the reason he tells the story, other than the fact that the boy dies, like the exorcism fails and the boy dies, is the fact that the boy also had visions. Well, didn't didn't, didn't they actually succeed, but he sustained too many injuries? Yeah, like he, yeah, he got the demon out. So supposedly they don't, I don't think they mentioned this, but I think originally they were going to have Valak be the one who was possessing Daniel and he forces Valak out of him. And that kind of is what draws them to send Burke here because it's something similar because there's actually a behind the scenes that shows Bonnie Aaron's as the nun, like choking out Daniel, like, like behind him while he's all, you know, uh, tied up. Burke's like, Valak, you son of a bitch, stop being weird and going inside children. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. He's the bad guy. We can make fun of her. Fuck Valak. I like, I mean, she's a cool bad guy, but you know, fuck Valak. So <laughs> it is now the first night there. And I'd want to stay there. The, yeah. <laughs> the radio starts to play. And Burke, you know, he wakes up and he goes around, but he starts seeing Daniel. Like he he's like going after Daniel. And it's like, you do realize he's dead. Why are you following him? <laughs> Where are we going? And it leads him all the way to the cemetery where I, to be honest, I Angela stated it a couple weeks ago when we talked about little like demon kids or like ghost kids. Terrifying. Terrifying. You hear a little, you you hear a little kid giggle in the darkness. My ass is running. I would rather see a full blown demon in the corner of my room. I might have a conversation with him. I hear little children giggle. Nope. <laughs> that's what, nope. and that's one thing that really gets me in phasmophobia: the little kids laughing. Yeah, I, I can't do it. And growing, growing up, I always tortured myself. I would watch those, um, the ghost hunting shows that always had like the two kids talking simultaneously. Oh, so it, yeah. It sounded. Yeah. No, I can't. I can't do it. I'm surprised Father Burke doesn't like he 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 does this right. 
Yeah. You know, and like, I don't understand why. He knows he's dead. Well, yeah. I mean, I know what's like supposed to be like, I know who this person is. Like, I fucked up with this. And I mean, he should know better, though. I don't, I don't know. So he, this is when you get the cool shots, though, of like, he'll like shine his flashlight and Daniel will be behind like a gravestone. He'll like duck away. And then he goes to that gravestone. He's gone. And like, I'd like this a lot. Mm-hmm. And then you see Daniel kind of just like leaning up against a grave and then he pukes out a snake. Yeah, I was like, yeah, okay. She... And I have a hard time with stuff like that because I know what puking feels like. I could not imagine having something like that coming out of yeah. my body. But no, like this whole, the whole scene with him got me. Like I got chills when he tapped him on the shoulder. Yeah. And he's constantly like, saying his name. Yeah. Like, well, he's saying Dan. Like, well, he, he keeps so say, he keeps yelling for Daniel, but you always hear like whisper. It's like, Father. Yeah. yeah. Help me. Or something like that. Or like find me or whatever it was. But he uh no. he gets startled and he gets kind of like pushed into an open grave, which then closes, and then the gravestone says Burke's name. But it's a closed casket, but it's got the bell, and he's ringing the bell, trying to get uh, Irene's well, attention. We were talking about that because it's like a shot, you know, he, it falls in, the lid shuts, it's on an open, the casket laying open a grave, p- pans up to the, the tombstone, goes out, and it's all grass and covered. Yeah. Over. It's fucking sweet. I was like, whoa. It, yeah, it's 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 well, wild. We already know they could like pull multiple alternate dimensions and fuck with shit like that. So they yeah. demonstrated similar stuff before. And plus, Valak's like, like upper echelon demons, so like it can do crazy shit. So it, yeah, Valak is a uh, Valak is like the devil's like right hand man. Yeah. Oh <laughs> well, no! It's like I can do all the bad stuff. Bah. So yeah, Irene, she's like she gets woken up, and she wanders around the castle, and then but she start but she he faintly hears the bell in the distance, and so she goes out there. And I love when she hears the bell; she automatically assumes it's Burke. Cause she goes, father, father. And I was like, how did you know it was him? That's what I thought. But then I forgot she was the clairvoyant. So maybe that's, that's right. It. Yeah. So I she kind of saw it. Maybe. Yeah. That maybe makes, that makes sense. You don't see it from her point of view, but, but she gets to the cemetery and there's multiple bells going off. So she's kind of like, which one is it? And that's when she goes into her. I did not like this shot of her going into like yeah. her vision to like figure out which one it was. I was like, I don't, we didn't need that. Yeah. No. Use the force. Luke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally. That's what she did. That's she like, she's I like, felt. she like took a deep breath and closes her eyes. And it's like, and then it's like, whoop, there he is. <laughs> Cause with Lorraine uses her ability. It's like, she has to, you know, you gotta go into like a, do her- a seance type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, she has to calm herself. It's mm. not like she could just flip a switch and it's, yeah, she's like push R three detective she- mode, Batman. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sister Irene is actually Professor X. Yeah. (laughs) Get out of my mind, Charles. I'm sorry. (laughs) But she finds the right grave. She digs him up. And in a deleted scene, she literally goes, how the hell did you get in there? Like, the the ground was covered with, like, how how did this happen? And he's like, there's evil things here. Something is very evil here. And what what about the steamers? Hugs her. He gets choked. Like, oh, he gets choked in the. Choke he, yeah, he chokes him in the casket. casket. Yeah, dude, the she's scratching though. Oh yeah, with like, the shovel right almost to his face. All he has is the 
the lighter. Yeah. And he's like looking down at his feet. And then a very, very flammable wooden box. <laughs> like Yeah, like I was just waiting for him to like light the the um the string with the bell on it, yeah. light it on fire as he's looking. There's like, no oh, shit. Not to mention the the stuff this shit's been this guy's been through. Part of in my head canon now, he's Vatican organization organization thirteen. So that's what he's part of. So he's like, he's got to be a boozer. Like he's seen some shit. He's in his seen day. some shit. So like he just whoosh, like the whole thing's flammable. It just but goes up. We also have to mention the fact that he at one point the bell doesn't ring anymore. Yes. So Does he's like break? freaking out. I I think that I think Valak was fucking with him. Oh, yeah, it's like it kind of like isolated him. Yeah. That's right before yeah. he gets grabbed. He gets so grabbed. I think he was just like he's like freaking out because he can't hear anything. I I think and and I already mentioned this kind of before is the fact is like i wish it just showed the hands choking him out i didn't need valak's face showing up yes. next to him like we know who it is like it just give just us like better some. imagery like we don't constantly need to see the nun we don't need to constantly keep seeing her we know it's her the whole time <clears throat> well, yeah, it's let, like let, those those um uh music videos the heart like really hard rock music videos where everything's flashing and that's all you see is just flashing like like, oh my god i'm so nauseous right now yeah Uh, yeah like it almost felt like they added stuff to this side of his head like added to the casket just to get the head in there like no we don't need it also we took away from what they were trying to get get at yeah also we find out he was laying on books the whole time and he just, yeah, like there was there was nothing in there. It was the Necronomicon. Yeah, <laughs> had to be. It's always the Necronomicon. What else is it going to be? It appears everywhere. So they go back to the steps, and there's more blood. And they're like, what is happening? And Burke's like, evil. Evil! No, it wasn't the Necronomicon. I know what it was. It was the Jehovah Witness Bible. <laughs> they were right the whole time. Like, no offense to Jehovah's Witness. It's a fucking joke. Can we tell you, I, we would like to tell you about our Lord and Savior, Jesus yes. Christ. It was a book from the Hocus Pocus. Like, almost yes, like the eye. Yeah, it's got the eye. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. it does. Yeah. So That's I, what it, there's our connection. <laughs> so I read... Irene... sisters know Valak? Is that what you're telling <laughs> me? That's, that's where they got all their power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, the witch that they run into in Hocus Pocus Two is actually Valak before she had to become none. Yes. Yeah, it's like her on her day off. She's like, fuck. She became this hot, busty woman to a hideous, <laughs> nun-looking creature. You remember the witch from Hocus Pocus yes. Two? Yeah. Got some I'd sell my soul to that witch. Um, that's the point. That's what they want you to do. Well, they <laughs> have great tactics. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, never mind, I'm not saying it. I <laughs> We're just digging dig ourselves into, a hole here. <laughs> no, I don't want to dig myself into a different hole. Whoa. Maybe later. So many holes. holes. Not like that. But so many, many holes. It's like that, but and not, not like enough that. lube. Um, yes. Exactly. Well, I was going to reference witchcraft and people for people in the know, Bible Black. Oh, <laughs> no. That's what witchcraft's all about. No. They lure you in with that stuff. That was what I was avoiding, but right. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> no stopping us now. <laughs> well, I mean, we're Valak's clearly a pedophile at this fucking point. I've already illustrated that. Yeah. So how yeah, is this any worse? She sure is. Did you bring that up? <laughs> the dub's hilarious. So 
Irene goes into the um, the abbey, and she can only go because men aren't allowed in there. So she yeah. goes in there to talk to the nuns. And Irene goes into the church, and there's a nun praying, and she just walks up while the while the nun's in the middle of a prayer. She's like, excuse me? Hello? And they're like, bitch, shut up. Praying. <laughs> she... As a, as a an up and coming nun, she should know that you do not interrupt a prayer. Yeah. Interrupt them while I, they're praying. I don't like this like, movie now. Why? It's too woke. Only women can go on this. <laughs> I think that's actually that's how it, it works. But... <laughs> I know. I know. I'm just fucking with it. Oh man. So Frenchie and his uh, big cross are at the bar. It's like fuck. No, go ahead. And we get the whole thing about. How oh, no, he like, shows up with it? He's bad, just yeah, it's just like, sitting. My friend. <laughs> yeah. But they're talking about how like somebody's daughter had just died, and yeah. somebody's crops weren't growing right, and so it's like pretty much the evil of the castle is spreading to the village itself. And so that's when Frenchie's like, "Well, I gotta do something about this," and just it's, yeah, he's got a Superman shirt underneath, <laughs> dude. I, but it's an F. Because, <laughs> yes, please. And there's like a baguette. Anytime I hear Frenchie, it's I just think of the character from the boys. I always think of what's her face from uh, Greece. Dude, oh, I didn't yeah. think any of that stuff. This entire scene that you mentioned this, it didn't click until now. I just thought of the Bubble Buddy episode of SpongeBob. Like yeah. he burned our crops and delivered a plague upon our houses. Like he did. Are we just gonna stick around till he does? Like that's <laughs> just what I thought. The amount Dark. of SpongeBob references that you bring to the show is I just, can't it's, help it. It's amazing. It's amazing. He's <laughs> reaching at some I point. For, just the things, for the things we talk about on this show, and you bring the encyclopedia of fucking SpongeBob <laughs> references. No, it's either it's either sex references or SpongeBob. There is no in between. <laughs> There's a lot of they're all one in the SpongeBob. same. I know, dude. You ever watched the one where they adopt the clam? It's just a whole homosexual reference, the whole fucking episode. It's a great episode. Uh, SpongeBob's great. Yes. So, (laughs) uh, Burke discovers who the demon is and says the same thing that Lorraine says at the end of the movie, pretty much describing what Valak is. And uh, I love how Valak is just drawn. It's just like it's the demon form, and then they drew the nun form of it. It It's like, wasn't the whole point of Valak turning into this nun so that he, it could blend in with the other nuns, but yet everyone knows what it looks like? Yeah, they mentioned that later, so she could move around the halls and stuff yeah. and not be as noted. Even though she doesn't, it, it doesn't help that she is the creepiest fucking thing ever. <laughs> like she floats around, she's literally got like blue and red veins all over her face, and she's just yeah. piercing yeah. yellow eyes. Just. You look fine. You look like you have a little bit of jaundice, but you're fine. <laughs> Which, who are you? you I'm taking out the trash. Out. Piss off. <laughs> so we meet Sister Oana, I think is how you say her name. And she Moana. tells the, yeah, Moana. Moana. <laughs> yeah, Oana. Oh, you're welcome. Um, That's what Valak sings the whole fuck at the end of the movie. <laughs> I was surprised they squeezed <laughs> that in. I was like, wow, Disney let oh, you do this shit. Damn. So she tells the history of the castle about how a duke was pretty much a Satanist. He tried to awaken Valak from hell, but unfortunately he was stopped before the ritual could end. 
sending Valak back down. But then, so they pretty much had the nuns here to keep the seal closed, but the bombs during World War II woke it up, like pretty much disturbed it. And and the crack Go ahead. you have some. Yes, but you still you have something to say about this. Sorry, because I have something entirely different. Does it awaken the kraken or whatever? Release the kraken. Yeah. Like uh, that's all I can think of is all. You just need Liam Neeson. Just, to it come just out. ignore me. Or um, Davy Jones. He just turns the wheel. The kraken. Like, in water. What the, the fuck? The kraken. <laughs> <laughs> the no. Do you think this is the same Abby? I mean, like now it sucks because you know they sloughed off on their jobs because like they're not like okay. So here's this is my thought. This is the same Abby from uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. It's the same Abby with all the lusty ladies, but they were too busy boning after this was built and they didn't hold up the barrier like they're supposed to, this is exactly why they're in the predicament they're in now. <laughs> Not the bombs. No, the bombs is just like, hey, Nazis are bad. Fuck it. Let's have them be the cops. We're going to use it. We're going to say this is why the why the opening is open. It was yeah. the Nazis. It was the Nazis. Yes. So Irene is told she has to stay the night because the gate closed. They can't open the gate. Oh, no. You got to stay with us. I mean, after the first night, I would have been out before <laughs> yeah. all this shit. Yeah. I would have been like, uh, no. Have fun, guys. Bye. Yeah. I'll walk home. We then get a little bit of a sketchy moment where you're like, is the abyss? Is this? Is she real? Is she the demon? You're kind of questioning things, just the way that yeah. she's doing things. Like, she's talking to Burke. And then, like, there's a moment where Burke's doing some research and, like, she, like, is, like, way over in another room, but then she just disappears. And she always has the veil, like... Yeah, you never see her face. So, yeah, you're, you're questioning some stuff. Um, Irene has a vision where she sees a dead nun in her room. You got the... She wakes up, she sees the nun kind of praying in her room. She goes over there and it's... Um, it's the nun from the beginning where she goes and grabs the the rope and you find out that it was more of a she didn't kill herself she sacrificed herself yes because of the fact that the demon needs a, a vessel like a human vessel to uh to kind of survive and so that's why she did what she did and of course you see valak you know floating around the hallways again because that's, that's all she does so Irene, she she wanders the hall. Uh, she finds the Hall of Crosses, I should say. And we see the sign again, the God Ends Here sign. And this is when she kind of gets pushed up against the door and then the hands burst out of the door and like grab her. And then like a fucking hurricane force winds just blow through this hallway, <laughs> like sending her like across the room. And Awana saves her she like pulls her into like a little crevice here and uh pretty much is like yeah evil uh evils yeah don't evil evils wandering around so we need to chill out we then the next the next scene though is her is irene joining the nuns for the prayer but there's a body 
underneath a tarp and she's like hmm, i wonder who that is and it's awana and she's like what i was i was just with her like two seconds ago how that i'm so confused and another nun comes up and is like telling her stuff so there's a deleted scene that this part of the movie is where uh irene gets told about the history of the castle where awana wasn't the one to tell her uh mm. it was told by the old the eldest nun uh in the convent but it it kind of just goes it, it's kind of out of place because it's during the the part where all the nuns are praying like yeah a lot and then of course it's like oh you know get down and pray and 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 just don't don't pay attention to anything that's going on around you like just any if anything happens just keep going don't stop don't yeah. look while, Keep while, praying. While yeah. they're praying, they're just praying, chanting to themselves, evil dies tonight. Evil <laughs> dies. <laughs> like, what the fuck's God. going on? God damn it. <laughs> evil dies. Shut the he... fuck up. <laughs> she doesn't do what she's told. No, she's like looking up at the ceiling and stuff and looking around. Like the first time that something happened, she's just like, huh? I'm like, dude, you she were just, just told, told her not, not to. to look. <laughs> And here you are. <laughs> so she, uh, sorry, uh, Burke gets attacked as he is investigating. I think he was, when he follows the abess, he gets attacked. So we get all the praying, the praying. That's a word. Wow. All the prayer. That's a new word. <laughs> I like that word. Praying. Works for me. We get all the praying happening with all the sisters. And then they all just get fucking tossed around the room except for Irene. Irene's just in the middle and all the other nuns just get thrown everywhere. And we then see uh, the nun from the beginning of the movie. Her name is Sister Victoria. She, her zombie form wakes up and like attacks Burke, but Frenchie comes in and chops her head off. I'm pissed. Like, listen, this made me so fucking mad. After the cross bit, again, People will understand this if they've seen this show. I thought this fucker was going to come in like Nicholas D. Wolfwood from Trigun and his fucking cross just be like a gun now. Like, duh, 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 duh. just like, mower the fuck like down. Constantine. The Keanu yes! Reeves Constantine. Exactly. Uh, so, good. so, yeah, they figure out the, the whole door, the one where the nuns come in to get their deliveries. It's like, oh, that's so they don't have to leave the castle. And like, oh, that, that's how we can get in. Because the Abess was like, there's no other way inside the castle. And then he figures it out, and that's when the zombie attacks. Did he get stabbed? Is this where he gets stabbed? I think so. I think she stabs him before Frenchie comes yeah. in and yes. finishes her off. I'm like, ooh, did he get stabbed in the dick? And no. Almost. Close enough. So we then go back to the castle where Irene is praying, but as she is praying, she is being marked which is actually a pretty effective looking scene where she is like praying and, and not stopping as Valak is just carving into her back. Pentagram. You know, you guys talk about this stuff, and I know this is weird for odd references and weird musical interludes. This movie does not have any, like, oh, cool music moments, but this whole time we're talking about praying. I, I don't know the name of the song, but I keep thinking of that Like a Prayer song by Madonna. It's like playing in my head every time you guys are talking about this. You're like, this is not work for this oh, scene no. at all. To be honest, the music in this movie is very forgettable. Like, I can't even yeah. think of, like, Oh wow, this is a really good like musical cue for this scene. It's like no, it's 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 kind of just like nothing is happening. I was looking at the soundtrack. There's only like three 
There's three songs in the soundtrack. Wow. That's wild. So Father Burke and Frenchie show up. And, of course, Irene's like, hey, you know, I was just here with the other nuns. And they're like, what do you mean? And they turn around and they're all gone. And that's when they're like, ah, all the nuns are dead. Like, they were just ghosts. Well, originally, I think they think they were ghosts. But then you find out it was all, like, they were all created by Valak. Like Valak yep. created this image of all the the nuns, and the Valak wanted them to know, wanted Irene to know all the information about it. Because they talk about that, about how Valak is shapeshifter, deceitful, deceiver, you know, all that stuff. They yeah. talk about in her name and you know about snakes, blah blah blah, like how she'll change forms and do that to fuck with people. Yep. And uh, so, uh, of course, Irene goes over and looks at Awana's body again, and it looks way older, like she's been dead for a while. And then it comes to life and attacks them. And Burke. This is where he gets stabbed. This is where he gets stabbed. Yeah, he gets yes, stabbed in is... like the, the stomach. And he and then Frenchie, I think, sets her on fire. I think. I think? I th- yeah, I think she gets set on the uh, zombie. Oana gets set on fire. And yeah, then he gets they, shot. they throw the they throw the yeah no yeah they throw the blanket on and he's like purify and like he's actually he's starting using, to he's using the crucifix yeah, yeah, then, yeah like, and then that's when he's like Frenchie shoots her with the shotgun he's like yeah. bam he's like that felt like an emergency yes yeah. I was like well played sir because he looks at the he looks at the gun in the in the bar and I'm like it's called the Winchester yeah, <laughs> yeah. so they got to steal. They gotta steal. They gotta steal the Declaration of Independence because there's a map on the back, and uh, yes! they gotta find the treasure. Sorry, wrong movie. They gotta Fucking seal, America. seal <laughs> the gateway <laughs> to hell, and so they need good old JC's blood. Jesus, fucking Christ. Um, wow. <laughs> hey, it's in the movie. I don't know what to tell you. It is. It's true. He's not using it. In vain or and, anything, he's just and moving. I mean, I've taken it in vain many times, so it's. Okay. I know. It's okay. I know. I, it's I, just Jose. I, I, I wasn't. I'm not is. here to appease to uh, certain people. Um, yeah. Irene is like, before we do all this, I need to become a nun. I need to take my vows, and he's like, okay, here's your chastity right now. And she's like, yep. here's the key. She's like, she's like Frenchie. And he's like, yeah. And she's like, I don't have any feelings for you. And he went, fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> this, belt, this belt is a physical embodiment uh, of embodiment of my lack of feelings for you. <laughs> Go rub one out in the corner, you oh. piece of shit. <laughs> God damn it. So Bert- he lives alone. <laughs> he does. So he can rub one out every day. Mm. God, old, <laughs> old ways of just yank, yanking your crank, you know? Just... You don't have your phone to look up all the endless supply of porn. It's just all in your head. You're just like, I wonder what Irene looks like under that nun outfit. Like, oh, I think God. I saw her ankle. <laughs> He's just like stumbling around. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. So Burke finds the way. <laughs> Even though Irene had visions of Mary pointing the way you, you get told this a couple of times about how she gets the vision and yet father Burke is the one who discovers it because he's like it's right there and she goes what and he's like mary oh. pointing the way and it's just the light pointing i was like what i'm like <laughs> and it's like how her, do you miss this her fingers like super polished <laughs> to like reflect it before he even turns around i'm like oh 
fingers <laughs> like glowing. Does this um, feel like the King Caesar thing? When the sun wait, when the red moon sets and the sun rises west, two monsters will appear to save the world. What? <laughs> anyway, no, anyway, this is what I thought. All right, carry on. Not not important yet. So this brings them to the compartment that has uh, Jesus's Jesus's blood. Jesus, that's hard to say. Uh, <laughs> uh, so they go back to the Hall of Crosses, and we see the sign yet again. And it's time to go find that gateway. So they go through the door, and they got there. Then they split up, and I was like, "This is a bad idea." And Scooby Doo. <laughs> I was waiting for a Scooby-Doo moment where they're just going in and out of doors being chased by the nun. I did not like most of the scenes going forward. I did not like the masked nuns. It looked cheesy. Like it literally looked like it was just where they were wearing ski masks. The nuns that were just like the black face, like black masks. This worship baghead Jason. No, they were painted. Like they were painted with the blackest black. But no, they weren't even painted. They were wearing masks. I know. It was just I know. it just looked bad. It's potatoes. It was it was the sacks from all the fucking potatoes in the Listen, damn movie. Like, why are there so many potatoes? Listen, that was my thing. Potatoes. I'm like, yes. like, I have no problem with potatoes, but when um when they get all the nuns get attacked while they're praying. Mm-hmm. They just like explode into potatoes. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> I'm like, what is it? It's the that's why they call them Frenchie French fries. He's like, I'm gonna make potatoes. Uh they probably aren't potatoes, but that's what it looked like. I know what it is. I know what it is. Romania. And then when she comes back, well, but when they come in, they're like, there, there's nothing here. I'm like, there you left some potatoes on the ground. Do you think, do you think? <laughs> That this Abby ordered way too many potatoes from Ireland <laughs> and caused the potato famine. Like, Did the that's, potato that famine take place in the 50s? No, it was a long time ago. That's why there's still <laughs> potatoes here. They got way too many potatoes. So, like, there's just potatoes everywhere. There's potatoes under the pews, potatoes in the fucking. But it's not. I don't know what a potato it. is. I don't know what a potato is. What's a potato? There's a lot of A's in a word that doesn't have any A's. Oh, that's one A. Sorry. Yeah. It doesn't have an A. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, where's that no. next A's? It's like Warcher. From but, here, they're taters. War, war, There's a there's a city in Massachusetts. It's Worcester, but if you look, yes. at the word, it's, it's Worcester. That's yes. Great. Yeah. And I'm it's like, like that song? is like where where it's are the rest of the letters in this word? Just don't pronounce them. Nobody cares. Tatas. Yes, um, we also see blooded, hooded, blooded, blooded, blooded. That's what you just said. Ah! I like, okay. I'm, today, I'm buying it today on the I'm show. I make up a lot of words. I'm down with it. I guess it's great. I'm not cutting any of it. <laughs> this is fantastic. This is so I love good. It. This is great. New words to add to my vocabulary. If you didn't think we were dumb before, you're gonna think after listening to this episode. Uh, there's a bunch of. They're supp- I'm guessing they're supposed to all look like Irene, but they all have blood covered hoods. And of course, I do like though when Frenchie finds the room, and he just goes, "Of course," because <laughs> he's got to see who it is. 
I know. He just opens the door. He's like, whoa, I came in in the wrong time. I know. He just walks in. He's like, wrong room, ladies, and just yeah. like pulls the door shut. Yeah. Backs up. And well, I thought, have you seen the movie? We, we watched it the other day, but did you watch The House? Or House? I did. I watched it last night as of this. I you? watched it last night. I, I, it was a movie that was not what I expected it to be. I know. Like, so people who haven't watched The House, I'm sorry, spoiler, just, I thought this was going to be like that where he thought he plugged his wife. Like he was gonna shoot one of them and then like think he killed Irene, Irene, Irene and it not be not, or yeah yeah that's what I thought was gonna happen. That movie as I had a great time watching House. Yeah, we're gonna cover it at some point because yes. I think it's great and I really want to check out the sequels too. There's four too. of them. There's four yeah. of them, not four sequels, from, but there's four movies. <laughs> from what we've been told, they're all good. I can't wait till House Two, House Party. No, it's House Two, <laughs> the second story. I know. I. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. The second story. Is I just wanted to make a house party a, reference. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, we'll talk more about house another time. But uh, <laughs> this is, you know, he goes in there. Then Burke, of course, he fights off the the black faced nuns. With, Racist. Yes, that's exactly what I meant to say. Uh, Not you, Burke. <laughs> oh, okay. You're good. You're fine. You're just explaining. Oh, he's racist. He's a hundred percent racist. Okay. He does his magic like <laughs> fire cross on the ground. He's like, you know, send you away, and they're all like, <laughs> and he's like, bye. Looks <laughs> it out of there. I'm like, is he like? Wh- I'm like, what is? I get what he's using, but it's like way too close to him, like peeing on the ground. Yeah. I just want him to Simon Belmont that shit. Just like holy water. <laughs> it's like a bomb. I thought he was gonna throw it at him. <laughs> Like, because you don't really see water coming out of not his crutch until the end. And I'm like, what is he doing? Yeah. Till right at the end. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so we're back to Frenchie trying to figure out which one is Irene. And then they all just kind of go away. And Irene is in the middle of the pentagram just floating there. And you're like, oh, well, that's not good. And mm-hmm. of course, he takes off the hood, and it's she is possessed by Valak. And this is when you hear Valak talk for the first time. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think of Valak speaking? I don't know if I like it. It's whatever. It's just a it's, dead eye. It's okay. But, but the thing is, is she never speaks as the nun. She yeah. only speaks when she is possessing Irene. Yep. I I just want it to be. Don't talk. The cool screaming like it normally yeah. is. So yeah, she she you know gives a lot. She talks shit to Frenchie, and uh, of course Frenchie takes secretly like grabs onto the vial of the blood and smears it on her face, which releases Valak from Irene, and then it's kind of like the final fight. Like uh, Valak picks up Frenchie, is you know kind of like knocks him out. Which you find out later, she did a lot more to him. Oh, yeah. So she slipped him a hard one. We then see Burke getting attacked by Ghost Daniel again, and this is when the snake he pukes up another snake and it just bites Burke right in the right. face, right in the eye, right in the fucking eye, dude. And it like, turns his tits, eye. Dude. Did you see it turns his eye white? Like it like changes the color of his eye. So I'm assuming it blinded him. Uh, I'm guessing so. Yeah. It's not That's like very pure, it's not like pure white, but it's like it, it changes the color. Like cataract type. Yeah. 
I was gonna say like Valak's superpowers to give people cataracts. Like what the fuck? No, that's very specific. It sucks out the color of your eyes. Aha! I gave you cataracts and shingles. No, no. Valak's good at sucking stuff, so it makes sense. <laughs> oh lord! So this is I, I do like this final this final shot, the showdown between Valak and Irene, where there she's in like the the pool of water. And Burke is on one side. Irene is kind of laying on stairs in the water. And then Valak rises from the water and is just floats there and then just <laughs> comes down, attacks her, starts choking her out. And I like, you said something about why doesn't she get out or why doesn't she do something? And I'm like, I don't think she can. I don't remember. I don't remember what I said. Yeah, I feel like Valak's probably controlling the situation a little bit. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's like pressure there that like she can't get up because she just doesn't move. Yeah. And Valak, of course, is trying to get the vial of blood because, of course, that's how she can be, it can be stopped. And. You know, she chokes. Just, oh, go ahead. go ahead. No, carry on. You go ahead. Oh well, she cho- she chokes Irene to the point where Irene, you think she's dead, and but you see that she grabs onto the vial right before. And I love the close up shots of Bonnie Aaron as the yeah. nun, like the really awesome oh, yeah. effect work that was done. It, it looks really good, and but and again, she does such a great job of 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 not saying anything. It's all in her facial expressions. Like she is focusing on that vial. She has it in her hands. And I'm surprised she could even touch that. Yeah. Well, the thing I, is, is I the blood is gone. It's, it's, and it's in you that figure there'd be re- You figure there'd be remnants of it. But she grabs it by the chain, too. Yeah. So it's not like she has it in her hands. Yeah, but, but here's the thing, though. If you like bless something, like I bless this, like is like one part of it not blessed because it's not. You know, yeah. it doesn't make it's like in contact with all of it. If it's like the blood of Christ, you know. But like he said, it's not in there. Yep. I know, but it was still in contact with it. It's like mm-hmm. it's okay, it's like it's like okay. So I don't know what part of religion this falls under, but like the the spear that pierced Christ's side or whatever, right? That's still considered a holy relic, right? Of some because it it Christ's side. It they can't if of course, does it just go away because it's not in his side anymore? Right. Like I'm sure it's still considered a holy item. I'm just saying. It's my opinion on. I could be. I don't know about. Is that, that shit. is that what you were complaining about earlier? That you said you had a problem with? No, I lost it. Oh, okay. Completely lost my train of thought on that. So, she picks up the vial, or she picks up the thing that's got the blood inside, and the blood is gone. And then she looks at Irene, and Irene spits it into her face. It's a fucking which, blood mist, yeah, dude. which literally starts like destroying her. And of course, the blood—it also shows the blood falling into the water too around mm-hmm. her. So it kind of forms that like vortex, and it just shows her that. breaking down. It looks—I thought it—I feel it looks really good. I, I yeah. thought it looked oh, really yeah. good of, of Valak getting like consumed into back into the gateway, and um. Yeah, Irene's Irene's cool. You know, everybody's okay. Uh, Burke kind of just like wanders away. He's like, my eye! My yeah, eye! He's just sitting over there. He like sits up. He's like trying to get up. Like, you okay there? And this is where we get a connection to another movie in this franchise because after Irene is 
brought to after she is resuscitated by Frenchie. She asks Frenchie what his real name is, and he says Maurice. Now, if you watched, which it shows it in the next scene, if you watch The Conjuring, the scene where the where Carolyn goes to see the Warrens doing their um their their talk, they're showing the the guy who's getting having an exorcist done on him. Guess who it is? It's Frenchie. Because it shows, of course, it shows the fact that they buried all the nuns. Um, mm-hmm. He always is like, well, I thought this land wasn't uh, holy anymore. And, and I don't remember exactly what she says, but she's like, well, it is now. Yeah, yeah that's pretty much what she says, because she's she's praying over all the bodies yep. that they just buried. With And with Valak not around anymore, it's like... Because, I mean, no offense, like, like the blood of, I, I'm assuming the blood of Christ probably going to kill any demon it comes in contact with. Oh, absolutely. How strong they are. Well, like, minus Satan, probably. Well, he between, might be able to get between her as a nun now and Father Burke, they can bless the land again. Yeah. So. Salt the earth. She asks, like, what, she asks Frenchie what he's going to do now. And he's like, I think I'm done here in Romania. My dad was a. He was a farmer of some sort, so I think I'm going to go try farmer. that. Yeah, and I'm going to go try that. And she's like, "Cool." And then he, of course, he like rubs his neck, and then you see it's a, there's an upside down cross embedded in there. And you're like, from "Oh!" To and then it shows that scene from The Conjuring, and it yes. shows Frenchie is the one who is getting exercised. Uh, it's of course it's play the the scene in the original Conjuring is a different actor. And I was gonna say he gained ver- a little weight. In this version, it's the, the actor who plays Frenchie, so it kind of yeah. you know give you a, a little bit of continuity <laughs> there. But um, yeah, you find out that this that the connection of Lorraine and Irene kind of having the visions about Valak was both was you know for Frenchie. You know, Frenchie is the one who kind of showed <laughs> Valak to him because Valak possessed him. So it like left a fraction of itself in. Yes, because he puked. Valak puked that snake up, and he he uh, he consumed it. Yep, he got throated. Yep, and um, the movie ends with the scream of Lorraine as she's shown the vision, and, uh, and that's it. And it, starts, and it starts playing. Come on, Irene. <laughs> and then just we did this. Yeah, that was a joke at the end. Yeah. Of the movie. Oh, oh, oh! We missed the whole the whole big part where um. Burke is going after Daniel and mm-hmm. he goes and he looks down and it's his crossword puzzle again. Yes. And I'm like, he's going to defeat the, he's going to defeat Valak. Oh yeah. Because it says, it says the, solving the crossword puzzle. Yes, no, he's just going to solve the whole thing. To be honest, it got to the point where I was just like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't yeah. care what, like it just did not mean anything to me that that was how he figured something out. He wasn't even, he didn't even do anything to be honest. Um, but yeah, that is the nun. So let's talk about our thoughts on I this movie. To, I need to write my stuff down more. I know. I just off the just, seat of my pants. Just certain things that I make comments about. All like, right. Oh, yeah. Angela, what are your thoughts on this movie? I like this movie a lot. I. The jump scares really got me, which added to everything. Um, I love how Valak looks. 
I was actually able to remember the characters' names from yeah. this one, yep. which is much better than any of the other ones, except for the Warrens, because I can always remember. I can always remember them. But I, I definitely was very suspenseful at times. Like, when she's underwater, I'm like, I caught myself holding my breath as she's getting choked underwater. Like, I'm waiting. I'm like, please breathe. I'm like, please let her up so she can breathe again and then push her back down like you see in some movies. And I'm mm-hmm. like, holding my breath. Um, I love the whole scene with the nuns where they're all praying and they all get taken out. Yes, I do. Wonder why there's potatoes in there. <laughs> they're they're just reanimated potatoes. Um, I like a lot of the stuff going on in the background where mm-hmm. it's focused on like Burke when Valak shows up in the background um a couple of times. The whole like me not knowing not remembering not necessarily remembering but them putting her in, uh, putting Irene in the room where the nun committed the suicide. Mm-hmm. It just certain little details that <laughs> with the rope that I didn't remember until we started. Love the little, the little details. The whole scene where she's um, in the one room with the nuns the the first time mm-hmm. with the cross and. You see the shadow come up to the cross, and then you see Irene turn around, and it's Valak in the mirror. Yeah, that's yeah. there's like a bunch of Valaks in the mirror. Valak and a bunch of nuns in the mirror. It's, oh, it's the it's the black doubt faced nuns. But you don't yeah. you don't necessarily see their faces. They're just okay. they're praying in there, and then the um. The cross falls over. Yeah. Like that that whole scene was like the biggest jump scare for me. Yeah, it was the the scene with America. Yeah, I think it's pretty good that a scene or a shot that was done in another movie still had a good effect in this. Like the shadow of Valak going into the cross or going into the mirror. It still felt good, even though we've seen it before. Oh yeah. Like you see you see the whole the whole shadow go across. But then you don't see anything. So you're like, okay, well, maybe that nothing's going to happen. Yeah. And then you see the red shine through. I don't know if it's like a window or what, but you see like the, the flashes of red mm-hmm. that show up and then it happens. I was like, yeah. okay. I was, I was kind of like talked myself down saying that nothing was going to happen. And then her grabber. And I was like, yep, I'm done. <laughs> that got me. But yeah, I loved, I loved it. Uh, I uh, like I said, I was going in. This was not expecting this movie to play out the way it did. Um, like, like especially the with the setting, with it taking place in the fifties. I was expecting a fifties movie, but this felt more much older, eight, 16, 17, 1800s, somewhere like Dracula ish kind of stuff. And I agree, it was a little bit too bright in a lot of the shots, but I still think it had some cool shots. But it looked too clean, like you said. Everything looked too clean. Looked too sterile. The whites were too white. The white was, yeah, and the darks weren't dark enough, which we've, of course, alluded in other films. They just, like, the darkest darks ever. But I did like the characters. I enjoyed them uh, much more than uh, one particular other film I can think of in this franchise. We never got a big, like, 
Um, which I know they don't need to do it in all the movies, but we never got like a big elevator slash chair going up the stairs scene, like that yeah. level of tension. Uh, but but I, I enjoyed it, and it just felt more like I'm trying to think. I want to. It felt more like a, de- a decent horror, a de- decent horror movie, as opposed to just like a, just a jump scare movie, which I know that was. It felt more like a monster movie because Valak kind of was more around yeah even though it had the jump scares to it but you know the the music was whatever there wasn't no big like licensed tracks or anything no, the like score the about. score is very forgettable i could not yeah. even tell you like how anything sounded when it came to the score yeah. I, I yeah i was yeah. not impressed with that had, had there some wasn't op- that music the build-up tension music no no and like, there wasn't, wasn't like, anything really playing in the background there wasn't a crazy amount of violence even for this being r-rated which we've talked about these pretty much trying to be pg-13 just mainly yeah. the none at the beginning that i can think of and uh not not up to the level of annabelle creation that's for sure yeah but all in all i enjoyed it i i, I would probably watch this one again because i i rather enjoyed how it played out I like the characters. The pacing was good. There wasn't a bunch of other people that to bog down the movie that I don't give a shit about. Uh, it didn't really connect as heavy as it should have. It just felt like, hey, people want none, the none. Let's just give them something with the none in them as a holdover until we do whatever's next. I don't know. That's just what it felt like to me. Not, not in a bad way. It, to me, it's like, this is my example. It's like if somebody gave me like, hey, there's another Godzilla movie coming out. Here you go. Here's a Godzilla movie. Like, <laughs> to pause it at one point and I was like this thing has 30 minutes left like I was waiting for like more of a build up not it almost felt like it went from nothing to everything all at yeah, once yeah. there was no like build and up it felt like it was just like a decent I would compare this to like a pretty decent Godzilla movie because I've seen them all it's not like a low tier shit one but it just felt like hey we're gonna give you another one it's not gonna like break the franchise but the greatest thing ever but it's just gonna be a decent entry in the franchise here you go. Yeah, I mean, I gotta agree. I um, this, I just felt like things just happened way too fast in this movie. Uh, Valak just didn't seem as menacing in this, just because I know how she operates. I think Bonnie Aaron does a great job as Valak. I think she looks fantastic and scary. And I, I do gotta say the performances are are good. I like Taisa Farmiga. I think she outshines Damien Bashir the entire way through. I, oh, yeah. I like him a lot, but I think she just goes above and beyond. Uh, I mean, clearly she had a lot of help with her sister. Her sister's fantastic as well. So, and uh, yo, uh, was it Jonas Bloque, uh, Bloquet who played Frenchie? He was, mm-hmm. a, he was a good little like comedic, like uh, he brought some comedy that you didn't think he needed, but it wasn't like too much. But he always had yeah. that little thing. Like when he walks into that room full of the, you know, the hooded nuns and he's just like, of course. <laughs> yeah. That, and like those little nuances are great. Or when he tries to um, resuscitate Irene and he like gives her mouth to mouth. He's like, it's called life. the kiss of life. Yeah. But it's not <laughs> like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, 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 it was, it was fine. I didn't hate I didn't hate watching it. I do I would I think I would watch it again just because I like I said, it it's really hard to take notes and like see every bit of a yeah. movie. Uh so I would love to just sit down and watch this movie one more time just to just watch it. 
And, um, but yeah, it just, it kind of, it's one of those movies that just comes and goes. It's not really the most memorable. It's not like the, when you, when you think of the conjuring and the conjuring two, they're very memorable movies. Like they're movies Mm -hmm. that you, you constantly can think about certain things that happened and you're like, I can watch this over and over again. Um, just because of how well it's done. I just feel there was too much crammed into this movie and it kind of just ends really fast too. So it's like, it's like, eh, it's fine. It's a fine movie. I feel like they didn't put enough in. Like it didn't explain enough of her backstory. Yeah, it was kind of like a quick thing here and there. Oh yeah. So this is about Valak. Oh, this is about the Abbey. And it's like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, we have okay. for some reason in this one church of all churches, we have Jesus Christ's blood. <laughs> yeah. Because like, okay. the Crusades. Yeah. The fuck not. All right, sure. All right. Well, since we shared our thoughts on this movie, we're gonna go over to the social medias and we're going to look at some comments that you all left us. Thank you all. We got a lot of comments this yeah. week about a movie yeah. that not a lot of people like. Uh, but we're gonna start on X, aka Twitter. Uh, our first one is from Feels Feel Reels, Real Feels Podcast. I can't read, guys. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, the Nun gets too much hate. For what it is, it creates a very engaging atmosphere for horror. Religious horror is one of the most feared because it's personal. The opening of this film grips you and holds you tight throughout. Let's face it. At least it's not La Llorona. And I said, well, that's next week. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, our next one is from Gerald from Two Peas on a Pod, who says, "Fucking yikes! Nope, the new one is uh, a thousand times better than this one." And then he fixed his error. Said, "Hope, but nope works too." <laughs> <laughs> uh, our next one is from our buddy Dustin over at the Flicks and Friends podcast, who says, "My biggest gripe is that they made Valak speak. They didn't need it. Didn't get it from any of the other demons." And I agree. I did not like yep. the fact that Valak spoke. That I mean. It, Valak only says a couple lines, but it's enough where you're like, ah, kind of throws you off there because you're not used to it. Yep. Our next one is from the Film Spark Pod who says, oof, good luck. (laughs) I guarantee she didn't like this movie. Uh, Yeah, I feel that. We have one from Stu World Order who says, saw it, don't remember a single thing except the climax is in it. A pit or a tomb or something? Close enough. Fair enough. You're you're better. We have a Jason, fellow patron, who says, the scariest thing about it is how painfully boring it is. What could have been one concise flashback got stretched out over 96 minutes. We have Old Man Brad, or at Tubi Tuesday, who says, I quite enjoyed this one for what it was, and La Llorona was enjoyable, too. Oh, fair enough. See, this is what my thing was. It's like a lot of people were just downing on it, so I'm like, oh, boy. Like, brace myself. <laughs> We have one from uh, Julio Oliveira who said she looks like Elizabeth Moss. And I'm guessing talk about Thais of Armiga. Maybe or or maybe does the nun look like Elizabeth? Moss? I just assumed it was what between. I don't know. I don't think she does, but, you know, that's just me. Our next one is from Spectre M91, who said came in like a third of the way through yesterday when my wife was watching it. Not bad. Kind of fun from what I saw. Okay. And we have one from at Anarchary who says the nun is my second favorite conjuring verse Phil after Annabelle comes home. Oh, wow. Okay. Fair okay. enough. That is I definitely the- not a popular opinion, but you know what? I respect it. 
Yeah, I like some varying opinions. That's yes. Good. All right. Well, uh, the last thing before we get to our final uh, rigmarole here, uh, we're going to rank add this to our rankings. So currently our rankings are at number one is The Conjuring 2, number two is The Conjuring, number three is Annabelle Creations, and number four is Annabelle. So The Nun, is The Nun better than Annabelle? I think it is. Like, it's outside of the beginning of Annabelle, which is really good. I like the opening sequence. I didn't care for the rest of that movie. Okay. That and the elevator scene. Like, that was it. Like, there was two scenes, and then the, I didn't care for the rest of that movie. I'd agree. Okay. Is The Nun better than Annabelle Creation? I'd say they're right. I would say they're right there with each other. Okay, I can't. Well, that's not how a ranking works. <laughs> I know! So don't... <laughs> Don't 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 go by me. I would I would put them like I could go either way. So I'll let you do for me, even though I enjoy watching this movie more, I don't think it's better than Annabelle Creation. I think Annabelle Creation as a whole is is a better movie. Annabelle Creation is probably top tier of this franchise. And I haven't seen the next two movies, but from what I've heard through the the internet universe Uh, yeah i don't see them topping like i i think it was just it's a it's it's far superior than the first annabelle i think they did a way better job at making an origin story for this character um like the thing i think that's different between annabelle and the nun is the fact that the nun is a kind of not really a living creature but it's it's able to emote and do certain things where annabelle is a doll that's just being manipulated by a demon yeah. So I feel you could do more with that. And uh, yeah, I think, I, I don't think the nun even comes close to creation in my opinion. So. Fair enough. I can respect that. What about you? What do you think? It can, like, how do you compare it to the first Annabelle then? What creation or to the nun? Or, or the nun, nun to, the first, to the first Annabelle? Yeah, to me, the nun and Annabelle are pretty close. I think they both have good scares, but overall they're just very lackluster. That's like, fair. Like there, one of the comments was saying like it was boring. And to be honest, there were some parts where I was just like, I can agree to that. There were some kind of low parts to the movie that just were like, oh, okay, let's. They could have ramped it up a little bit in some of the down parts. Like we see the same so, yeah. scene like multiple times. You're like, okay, okay yep. we don't need that. Um, so yeah, I, I, I will I will agree. I would put the nun above Annabelle, but it's not by much. It's no, very no. slim. And then I think there's a big gap between the nun and Annabelle creation. I think Annabelle creation yeah. is gonna be I think our top three, this is just a this is just a a guess. I think that our top three movies right now are gonna stay top three for the rest of this. Probably. I can see that. Yeah. From just from what I've heard. heard. Yeah. All right, so our new rankings are at number five is Annabelle, and number four is The Nun, and number three is Annabelle Creation, and number two is The Conjuring, and at number one is The Conjuring 2. Next week for episode 122, we are going to be keeping the train rolling here in the Conjuring universe as we talk about 2019's The Curse of La Llorona. Uh, another one I've never seen. And to be honest, I haven't even opened this Blu-ray yet. Look at that cover, though. That cover is cool. 
I have, I've seen, Fuck. just I've just seen the trailer for it, and I've, just it's the girl in the bathtub. So this is uh, just a, it's got Linda Cardellini in it, who I like a lot, and it has Patricia Velasquez, who was in the Mummy. She played Anox in the Moon. Oh, I haven't. I to be honest, I don't even know the last. I think that's the last thing I saw her in was probably the Mummy Returns. So it's cool that I get to we're going to be able to see her in a a more modern movie, you know. But uh, but yeah, I uh, never seen this movie, but mm-hmm. I like the cover. So I guarantee yeah, I the movie is going to be as good as this cover. I'm going to ruin this movie for you right now. I've never seen it, but I'm going to tell you, so you're going to think about this the entire time you're watching this. La Llorona, right? Is the name. It's the name of the movie, right? My Sharona. Yeah. La Llorona. La I'm a spooky ghost. A spooky yes. ghost. I'm yes. a spooky ghost. I'm La Llorona. <laughs> it's the whole thing. Off YouTube. It's silly. Good stuff. I love that. Good no, job. we changed the words. It's not the same. No, it's inspired by exactly cover. Exactly. But yeah, thank you everybody for listening to the show. We appreciate you very much. We're trying to climb up to that 20,000 downloads. So make sure you're downloading the show. Make sure you're checking out our older episodes. We have a lot of amazing episodes that we, that don't get enough love that I feel like people don't even know they exist. So go through our library. We got some really good ones. Um, next week is our 119th episode where we are going to be, uh, we're talking about uh oh what no we are I, jesus christ I'm, we're so behind right now like, this is episode, so two episodes ago was 119 <laughs> meaning it it was our 100th episode as dissect that film which is pretty pretty Ooh. awesome achievement here and uh i feel our episodes from 1 to 18 they don't get enough love because they're not technically dissect that film at the time and mm-hmm. there's a lot of great episodes in there. We went through the Jaws franchise. We went through the Resident Evil franchise. We went through we the Monsterverse. We did a lot of awesome movies. And they just, no one listens to them. And I feel you should check them out. It's great early stuff. You can listen to us be even worse than we already are. Yeah. It's, it's great times. You know, it, it. we say we've gotten better, just not that much better. We've improved. Absolutely. Slightly. But there is an improvement. Yes. We've improved. Yes. And, we have um, a- we have that relationship that's evolving. Yes, it's like getting exactly. hit by a train is better or is worse than getting hit by a car. So <laughs> you're still getting hit by something. Yeah, but that we're hurts. improving. It's it's less lethal. But yeah, we're uh, so yeah. So make sure you uh, check out those early episodes. Also, we have a Patreon, everybody, over patreoncom slash film. We have two tiers. We have a one dollar tier where you can get our episodes nice and early, up to five days early. And we ha- also have a five dollar tier, which has a bunch of extra shows. We have two Patreon exclusive shows. We have Out of the Tubi, which is our Tubi. Once a month, we talk about a Tubi movie. And uh, last month's was a doozy. And by doozy, it was horrendous. But you should go listen to it anyways. Go subscribe to the Patreon. Also, we have The Monster Zone, which is hosted by Dan and Angelo, where we spin a wheel and twice a month we talk about monster movies. And uh, August's movies were... Uh, Var and the Unbelievable from 1958 and The Black Scorpion from 1957. There we are. We have covered 
more movies from the 50s on our other show than we ever have on this one. So <laughs> all the good shit. But yeah, for five dollars, you get all those exclusive shows. I'm actually going to be sending out some uh, some merch. I uh, got some stickers made up for patrons. We're going to be sending those out. We got a lot of cool stuff uh, in the works. Uh, so yeah, go check out our Patreon. You don't. I'm, I'm I'm hoping at some point we can do like the free trial thing. I know there's like a week long free trial you can try over there if you know if you like what you what you see. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's greatly appreciated, but it's not necessary for you to you know do the Patreon. Um, it just helps. You know, it helps us to pay for some of the programs we use. We use it, you know, someday we can up upgrade our equipment and get the show sounding a little bit more professional. But we're not professional, yes. so yeah. that's fine. Fuck no. <laughs> yeah, all the links will be down in the description. All Dan and Angela's links will be down in the description. My personal links will be down in the description. Uh, and, um, yeah, thank you, everybody, for all your support and all the love. And thanks for listening. We love you so much. And, uh, yeah, until next time. I am Brett Parker. That is Dan and Angel of DNA Gaming. We are Dissect That Film, and this has been the Dissect That Film Podcast, episode 121. We'll see you all again next time. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.